Welcome, you've reached the Brothers Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. The Brothers Journey is where we connect brother to brother, seeking wisdom and knowledge on our way to building understanding. Join the journey with Brother Steve. We will have real discussions and thought-provoking interviews on a wide range of topics for the purpose of creating a winning strategy. Together we will work to sharpen our vision and encourage action for our kingdom assignment. Now let's get it. Welcome, brothers, to Season 2, Show 10 of the Brothers Journey Show. The signpost for today asks the question, are you ready for the next move? Today we'll talk about the unpredictable move of God, the one where you are trying to figure out your next move on how to get paid. If you are like me and you've tried to live a better life, trying not to do so many crazy things, and are trying to line up so you can receive what God has next for you, stay tuned. As always, I start by giving honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, my loving wife Rita, and you brothers for traveling along this journey. Again, thank you for your time and attention. Our scripture reference today comes from Psalms 37, 23 through 26. A person's steps are established by the Lord and he takes pleasure in his way. Though he falls, he will not be overwhelmed because the Lord supports him with his hand. I've been young and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous abandoned or his children begging for bread. He is always generous, always lending, and his children are a blessing. Blessings can be released in the present, in the past, the present, or the future. Understand, I'm not just talking about your past, present, or future. I'm talking about God's timing. Most of you can or don't think about God's timing. You want what you want now, but to think that some of the things you receive today could be a prayer that someone in your past prayed for that is just not showing up in later years. Some of the things you're hoping and praying for will show up in the lives of your children, grandchildren, or even your great-grandchildren. We have to understand the concept of eternity and how what we do today can have a generational impact. To bring this concept to a more practical mindset, there are people in our society who were born into wealth based off their family name. Their family built generational wealth and now children three or four generations down the bloodline are wealthy and never have a work, never have to work a day in their life. We see a lot of that in the entertainment industry. You know, some of the children of famous actors, you know, they really don't know what it's like to want for anything. And you can't get mad at the child. You know, they are products of a generational system. Some of those systems are not so good. There I say ungodly. Nevertheless, they are who they are. And they may also suffer from generational curses because of the actions of their forefathers. As the signpost for today reads, for today's show reads, I want to talk about the concept, the strategy of getting your daily bread and some of those, some of that bread for the future. Let's get on, let's get on the same page as it relates to the term of bread. You know, back in the day, we used the term bread to associate with money. Here, I believe David was referring to the type of bread that you eat for survival. But he could also be referring to that precious daily bread, which is the word of God. I think it's more relatable to think in terms of the bread that you eat. 
This is one of my favorite scriptures because as I've gotten older and now understand the concept of sowing and reaping, to learn is not about me. But the seeds, prayers, good deeds are done now, but to know that my children, my grandchildren, and great-grandchildren will benefit from my deeds does bring me great joy. To also know that I had a praying mother and especially a praying grandmother, I am surely that I'm walking out some of the prayers that they put into the atmosphere. I have learned these things are generational, and since I don't have that famous family type of financial legacy to leave behind right now, I know I'm living off something greater than those financial blessings of my ancestors. Now, don't get me wrong, it would have been cool that on my 21st birthday, I got my million-dollar endowment from my family trust, you know, to help me get started, but honestly, brothers, without financial education to go with that lump of money, I'm surely we would have wasted that money. And then because of the way I was living at age 21, I would probably be dead because of my lifestyle. This is the case where you have to thank God for not giving it to you too early. But now I'm ready. So anytime you want, Lord, here I am. Today, we will focus on that type of bread that you spend. Once you know that if you try your best to do the right thing, God is faithful and you will not have to beg for anything to eat. Our society has done an okay job by providing for the needs of the poor. Of course, we could always do better. But if you are hungry, there are places you can go to get a meal. So let's take the pressure off of yourself. As long as you trust Jesus, you'll be all right. With that in mind, Brother Steve is suggesting and also trying to adopt the mentality to go along with it, that if you give it your all, you don't have to worry about if I fail, lose my money or my reputation. At this point, we can just go for it. Balance is a difficult thing to attain, yet balance and prosperity go hand in hand. You have to balance risk, reward, spend, save, dream, reality, just to name a few. I mentioned I was trying to adopt the mindset as well by being honest with you in my struggle right now. I'm the type who has to see the plan and then make sure the plan has all the steps and I have to know just how much it's going to cost and there's a few more details to go on and on. I'm sure I have let countless opportunities go by because of my thought process. Can't get mad at God because the thing I prayed for came, but at the time, I by the time I got finished analyzing it, it had moved on because we know God is a God of movement. I'm working and suggest to you that when the next move happens, you're ready to move and you just need to figure out the process along the way. One of those ways I'm changing my mindset is with the Brothers Journey Show podcast. As of today, March 21st, 2022, I do not see the next thing God will do with this podcast show. But for now, I'm just doing my best to put out some good content to encourage my brothers, and hopefully we will be in line and be ready for the next move. Back to the bread. I'm talking about that all-powerful dollar. It's not as powerful as it was you know, in in the world market, but it still can be a blessing and a curse if you don't handle it properly. You know, whatever you, whoever has the dough controls the flow. That holds true throughout your life. If you are the ones with the money, you can control what things happen within your life 
and those around you. Of course, there are some things that money can't control, but even those things, money can ease the pain or recovery from those sometimes traumatic events. Poverty, when I looked up the definition, I found a whole lot of information, but some of the basic definitions spoke to the state of mind. You have, of course, economic poverty, emotional, spiritual, social, and political poverty, to name a few. Poverty, although a bad thing because of the lack, does build character. You can learn more about God's love and his faithfulness to provide your daily bread to eat, even during seasons of economic and spiritual poverty. Poverty is a mindset. I can say I grew up in the country and we didn't have much, but I didn't know how poor we were until I traveled outside of my family circle. To see how they were living compared to us helps me to appreciate the job that my mom and my grandparents did raising us. So you have to balance your faith with works to activate all of the tools at your disposal. Using better business, banking, and financial planning will create leverage for your money on your way to prosperity. You must also develop a strategy that will bridge the gap between what you believe and what you receive. The ultimate goal should not be how wealthy you can be. The goal should be really about how well you can become. Understand wealth and well-being is not always the same. To be wealthy means you have more than enough resources to handle your daily obligations. To be rich enough to purchase those things you want without regard of price and your entire family is financially taken care of. Family relationship is also considered a sign of wealth especially to those who have a lot of money and their children aren't total brats, you know, and people would consider them to be wealthy. Being well, on the other hand, is a lot like being wealthy, but money isn't really in the equation. Yes, we have enough money for our obligations and we have to totally, you know, what we have to, what we don't have to totally depend on someone to take care of us. There's also a lot of difference between being well and doing okay. I go on and on. I could go on and on with these comparisons from wealthy, well, okay, just fine, hanging on, cool, being all right. The list goes on. For me, it's a way of saying the bill collectors aren't calling me every day. I was able to make my car payment this month and I had a few dollars in my pocket to save some for tomorrow. And we went out and got something to eat. To be ready for the next move, you will need continued faith teaching. And you'd also need the practical, logical concepts of what to do when the blessing comes. You also need to know what to do while the blessing is coming. And you really need to know what to do if or when the blessing is denied. I want to keep it real. Sometimes you can pray and plan and God will not allow that thing to come to pass. I would suggest that you should look deep inside and ensure you have done all you can. But when he says no, dust yourself off, cancel the pity party, and keep it moving. The the word tells you God doesn't pour new wine into old wine skins. In other words, you have to change the way you think when you get that new idea, that new level of wealth. You have to become better, in a sense, new wine skins. So you can handle the pressure when he blesses you with that new thing, that new level, that next move. Moving into the things of God, 
and the world requires you to set priorities, always be sure to tend to the business of God before you get busy with building your business, your money, your empire. As I mentioned in my book, The Seven Steps for the Next Level Living, you have to take care of spiritual matters first, then your seed, which is your family and your money, second, and then the other five we'll talk about later. It can often be quite difficult to meet the demands of success with allowing yourself to become controlled by your life rather than controlling your life. Never let the money make you. Keep in mind that you earn money Hopefully, this way you'll always remember it is God who granted you the wisdom to do every and anything that you do. To God be the glory. In business and life, being profitable is always a goal. Understand a profit is what you accure when the transaction is over. When all is said and done, you want to profit from every stage in every age of your life. You want to have energy, peace, love, money, health, just to name a few things. This is really what it's all about, doing what you have to do and having something left over when you're done. Years ago, when I was trying to find my next move or prepare for my next move, I was up late one night searching for an answer. I had started a coaching business, you know, which really wasn't going very well at the time. So looking for some information and inspiration, I picked up my book. I had Jesus Life Coach. And thought, you know, maybe God would be speaking through me through some of the things I had highlighted from reading this book multiple times. You know, I read the entire book again, but didn't find the answer to how I'm going to make this business successful. In other words, how am I going to make some bread from doing this coaching business? My search led me back to the original source, the word of God, and many scriptures about the love of God. I did find great joy in knowing God how regardless to my circumstance, he never stopped loving me or his children. He instructed us on how to live with one another, how to be honest in our dealings and always doing your best. After hours and then days of seeking for the answer, what I found just like in Hebrews, that once you seek his faith and love, him first, all of these things will be added unto you. What he didn't say is that money or wealth was one of those things that will be added. God has aligned me with some people who are gifted and talented in the business world, so I don't have to create something that I'm I'm not graced to do. Just follow the plan he has given them as they execute their gifts, and my blessing will come in my obedience. Rather than taking the time to learn how to build a website, why not just hire someone who's gifted with the graphics and the designs and the computer savvy to do all of that? Of course, you know, when you're doing business one another, you know, one of the things I think that taint businesses is always looking for the hookup, trying to undercut, brother, can you hook me up? Can you do me a deal? Pay your brother and sister the market rate for their goods and services. After all, you want the market rate for your time, so why not them? So the next move will happen because God has made many promises. He keeps his word. However, it's often required that we lay hold of the promise by acting on that word he's given us. A few scriptures that should ignite some action. Psalms 1 and 3 reads, Whatsoever he doeth doeth shall prosper. God blesses what you do, not what you think. 
dream, or fantasize. Deuteronomy 8 and 8, God gives us the power to get wealth. 3 John 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health even as thy soul prospers. Proverbs 10.22, the blessings of the Lord make rich and he adds no sorrow. The word of God goes on and on with evidence how he encourages you to step from behind the shadow of fear, doubt, and unbelief and into the light of courage, abundance, and assurance that will prepare you for that next move within your life. All right, my brothers, we're going to bring this episode to a close. We'll continue the journey forward and hang on for the ride to the next level. In closing, I want to encourage you to stay tuned to yourself, your loved ones, and especially God. This is Brother Steve encouraging you to ask for wisdom, seek knowledge, and build understanding. Thank you for your time and attention. Until next time, peace. Thank you for listening to the Brothers Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. I hope you were inspired and encouraged to put in the work for next level living. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will continue the journey. Tell your homeboys to join the journey to the next level. Until next time, peace, love, and blessings. Brother Steve.